Community Radio and the voice of the most southerly village on the Australian mainland. Oh, good evening. It helps if you turn the volume up on your headphones. Welcome everybody to Talking Crap with Sally and Fiona on 87.6. That's some um, rather apt at the moment, isn't it? <laughs> don't come any closer, don't come any nearer. 1.5 metres. I reckon we're right in here, Faye. I reckon we are. I reckon we're probably about 1.5. Easily. Yep. Easily. We have got a lot to get through. We have. But first of all, I think we just have to uh, be very careful just so we're not up for any financial uh, fines that uh, we need to make sure that we don't have any more than 500 listening in on the wireless. So if we've got 500, we'll need uh, maybe a couple of people just to turn off and, and listen to the podcast. I don't reckon there's snowflakes chance in hell there's 500 people listening. I'll be lucky if there's five. In fact, if the, if you are listening, <laughs> feel free to uh, to send us a message or even ring up Talking Crap 52371255 and let us know you're listening. We won't even make you tell a crap story tonight. Maybe we'll make you talk about... Have you got toilet paper or what you're doing to help with during this coronavirus crisis? Exactly, exactly. I was actually hoping uh, we've got uh, Apollo Bay's apprentice of, uh, of the century um, working at our house um, after hours and over the weekend. And I said to Aiden, if we go into self-isolation, we need Jordan to be at our house if we get locked down because then we'll just get everything done. Two weeks of him. You know what? Yes, and hello, Jordan. I know you're listening, so hello to Jordan and Daisy. But I was wondering today, like, if they if they turn around and say, right, everyone is is locked up, yep. what about all these people that are touring around on holidays? Do they just have to stay put where they're holidaying? Or I'd take them in. We've got a couple of spare rooms. But what? What? Where would they go? And even like I saw when I came to the station tonight, there's a whole lot of of those Vic Roads trucks. Like, what do they do? Do they just have to pack up and go home in in their big truck, or what? Don't how does, know. I don't know. Don't know. Don't know how it's going to go. So we, obviously, we'll talk a little bit about coronavirus and um, and then all the other crap that we talk. Shopping fee. I <laughs> I got in trouble today at Food Works. What did you do? Well, I thought with the can stuff, it was limit can like numbers were limited on cans, so you could get like two of uh, uh, the same thing, but you could only have four cans in total. Really? Yes. Ooh. So there was an audible guffaw at the checkout, and Maureen had to inform me that I, I couldn't have some of my cans. No stabbings or anything like that down at Rosebud Woolies. There was Rosebud Woolies today. There no, was a stabbing. No, but I think there was some eye rolls and there was definitely some ho-humming. There's no doubt about that. Because you overcanned it. I overcanned it. Whew, Sally. I was in there yesterday and everything was fine. It was, it was pretty good today, to be honest. But there was no restrictions yesterday. No, there was. The, the notes were up yesterday. I were they? Yeah. Maybe it was the day before. Well, maybe you didn't read them and you obviously didn't have too maybe. many cans. Well, I had two cans of corn because yep. Adrian said, do we have any canned corn? And I said, no, because we need to get some canned corn. And Millie said, can you also get some canned beetroot? Of all the things, my family... Do you eat a lot of canned corn? No. Do you eat a lot of canned beetroot? No. <laughs> that is Now, that is now called panic buying. I just thought, how bizarre. But you know what, Fee? I have felt bad about it. All day. I wouldn't have thought, thought, said I panicked bought, but I probably bought a couple of extra bits of meat than I normally would buy because I normally shop day to day, but I thought I'll get a oh, couple of things and then I'll just won't go there for another week. And, um, and you know, things that I, I've run out of, I bought two of. So. Oil for the deep fryer? And I've got oil for the deep fryer. <laughs> 
44 gallon drum of that stuff. I mean, I know the coronavirus is bad, but if I was to run out of oil for my deep fryer, look out. That would just be, that would be catastrophic. But then I came to the studio tonight and Jodie's here with the co-op, which I didn't really know a lot about. So I had a bit of a chat to her and that all sounds very nice. And I think we should, you know, investigate that. Definitely. Become members. But she said, she was still, because she's never here. I've never seen her here before at six o'clock. I actually thought I had my days wrong when I walked in. Well, I felt a lot better after my little can episode because she said all of her customers, instead of buying the usual one kilo of rice, are buying three. So I clearly wasn't the only one that was sort of, you know. Mm. But I did actually look that up. Is it Southern Co-op? Is that what it's called? Food Co-op? I was reading about it the other day and I thought it's on a Tuesday Mm -hmm. and then it's at the farmer's market every month. So I thought, you know what, that's actually a good idea. So I've got all these empty jars and that's what I'm going to start doing. Yes, me too. Buy it in bulk. Definitely, yep. definitely. So yes. All that packaging, so get rid of it. If you don't know anything about it, Google it and then ask someone that you think might know about it because it does look like a, a good yeah. idea for yeah. sure. So yeah, so then I sort of didn't feel so bad about the uh, the can incident, but I must admit I have stockpiled on something. What? My dog. I bought two <laughs> packets. <laughs> Two packets. Two boxes. Yo- yeah, yogurt would need Which that much. Which I would much. normally buy anyway, so yeah. I kind of don't feel No, bad. I haven't actually gone out of my um, comfort zone. It's fine. We'll be right. Yeah, I think so. Well, it won't hurt me to lose a couple of kgs <laughs> anyway. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I've, I've, my scales are wrong. <laughs> I've been on those bloody cookies all day. On the what? The cookie diet. Oh, the cookie diet. Yeah, eat you can have nine cookies. You buy them. They're pro- high-protein cookies. Yeah. And they curb your appetite. And you've got to have two cookies every two hours. Are and they serious, working? Yes. When I stick to it, the weight just falls off. You can lose a kilo a day. However, it's not a good idea to celebrate that you've gotten the, through the whole day just eating cookies, coming home, opening a bag of chips <laughs> and a bottle of wine while you cook dinner. <laughs> that totally defeats the purpose. So I found that out the hard way. Hey, yeah. happy St. Pat's Day. Yeah, hasn't that had been a bit of a bucks fizz? Although I just walked past the uh, the bottom pub and there's quite a few people there. And I thought, why is the pub so busy? Then I realised, ah, oh, that's good. St. Pat's Day. Yeah, I guess some people are still just living there. It sort of feels really surreal at the moment, doesn't it? Like you look out and everybody's on holiday or people are on holidays going about their business. And we do have a lot of internationals around town. Like I, I walk every day and I think there's still a lot of internationals around. I know. They're probably wondering how they're going to get home. Yeah, probably. So, and... Um, yeah, the the football's been postponed. Yeah, so what are they when have they actually announced a date when well, the uh, local un- footy will start? Well, they've said postponed until the thirty first of May, but I guess by then this will all be unfolding one way or another. Yeah, that's right. Now, a couple a couple of observations. Obviously, coronavirus is highly intag- highly contagious, right? And we're adopting all these measures so our health system isn't overrun just in case it spirals rapidly out of control. Great. But are we creating another catastrophe on the sidelines in order to stop another catastrophe? I agree. So there's there's businesses that will probably go bust. People will lose their jobs. I, I'm, I'm a bit perplexed. Yep. Flummoxed, I think you could almost say. Flummoxed. Flummoxed. And um, I just don't know. And the other thing too, if we do all have to go into lockdown, will we have enough maternity beds in nine months' time? Exactly. They were saying that on the radio. Mm. Mm. I um, yeah, imagine the birth rate in in nine oh months my. in nine months time. So when will that? What's what's now March? So it'd be December babies. All these poor kids getting born on Christmas Day. Maisie Davidson, Christmas oh. Eve. Well, if, well, if, if we, we do p- get locked down, I think what I'll have to then do. I have to go to solitary confinement. I'll go down in the chook pen and I'll leave Adrian in the house. No, I'd probably go the other way around. <laughs> I guess a nice fresh air down there. But if, it, like, if we are in lockdown, is the supermarket still open so people can get food? What about the bottle shop? <laughs> Actually, yeah. Let's forget about food. Let's just talk about the essentials. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. What would you? What would your last supper be? Oh my god! Um, if you had freedom and you could go out and you just tomorrow we're getting locked down, I'm going out and you could have anything you possibly wanted. I was talking. Hang on, am I going out? Is he dropping dead? Or am I just going to? No, be no, like, no, no, oh. no. You're going out. You can go oh. anywhere. You can be in the middle of the city and you're like, tomorrow we've got to get locked up. So I'm going out for the best meal possible. Oh, what would that's you choose? A great question. Um, I was thinking today on my walk. That is a really good question. Um, something. Crumbed and fried <laughs> in some capacity. KFC. Now, uh, Ginger Boy have some nice, some, some sort of Korean fried chicken. I, I really? Think, yeah. I thought I'd go a Vindaloo. 
but I'd need but, a toilet paper. Yeah, but I was going to say, don't you? Don't want to be doing that in a toilet roll. I was crisis. thinking today, what would I go for? Because I like a vindaloo, but the family can't handle a vindaloo. So um, I like the vindaloo when I go out. I'd probably, you know what? I'd have to have a top five. I just can't stick at one. Really? Yep. Work your way round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of, so it's interesting. Bag of Smith's crisps <laughs> and a bottle of wine. <laughs> now Bunnings. Yes. What's going on there? Well, I've just seen the headlines. They've stopped the sausage sizzle. But sometimes we just drive to Bunnings for a sausage. I know. I know. Actually, I do recall Millie and your mother going to the Epworth whilst I was over in uh, Italy, of all places. But and uh, they went to the they went to the Epworth. Yes. And then your mum took um, Millie to Bunnings for yeah. a sausage, yeah, and no, they sat in the car and ate their sausage. No expense spared. But not not only has Bunnings banned the sausage, Nine dot com dot au have have actually got it as breaking news. <laughs> like honestly. <laughs> Well, this is what annoys me on the Today <laughs> Show. Sometimes, you know, which I don't really watch anymore, but it's breaking news. No, it's not. It's just news. <laughs> it can wait till the, the news bulletin. You exactly. know, bre- breaking news is, you know, hope it never happens again, a plane crash. That could be deemed breaking news. Exactly. A cure for the coronavirus. Breaking, breaking news. news. Bunning stopping the sausage <laughs> sizzle. Not quite. I don't think so. They've had their five minutes of fame with that whole onion debacle. Exactly. Uh, now, listen, should we go to a word from our station sponsor? Let's do that. Possibly going to end up being one of the richest men in Apollo Bay when he unblocks everyone's <laughs> drain from flushing nappy wipes and paper towel down their toilet. You are listening to Talking Crap with Sally and Fiona on 87.6. So call Luke at Poo Fighters Plumbing on 0422-967-503. He'll clean your pipes. Perfect. So Perfect. Is this, is this virus just tailored for our show? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Talking crap. Talking crap. Sponsored Put- by Poo Fighters. Our grand prize at the end of the year is a gold toilet roll. Possibly the only toilet <laughs> roll left in the state. I know. We're going to have to uh, put that under lock and key. Take it home and put it in the safe. Now, um, Crumpy sent me something this week. And I'll just try and What's get it. What's he done? Yeah. Um, where is it? It's, it's a... What is it? I've lost it now. It's a toilet roll. When your nan hears that you're low on toilet paper, it's a knitted toilet roll. <laughs> Hilarious! I've got to find it. I'll pop it up on the socials after the after the show. But it's it's basically knitted toilet paper. A knitted toilet paper. Yes. Yep. So that's a good one. Thank you, Crumpy. Let me just see if I can find it. I could just imagine a bit like the crochet dolls that we used to have, you know, over the toilet uh, over the toilet roll. I can't. Up on the cistern, Crumpy. If you're listening, because I know you're tuning, can you send it to me again, please? So, there we go. He sent me a video, but I'm a bit reluctant to press play. I'm not quite sure what that'll be. If you went into self-isolation, what would you do for 14 days? What uh, do you think you'd do? Okay. I've got a bit of a plan. Yeah. Um, An agenda? Yeah, sit on the self-isolation couch. Self-isolation agenda? Sit on, well, obviously a bit of couch sitting. There'd be a bit of Netflix. Oh, but see, they're thinking of curbing Netflix. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, we don't have a DVD, so we're stuffed there. <laughs> um, I've got some jigsaws. Mm? got some jigsaws. And um, Leah Beamish was saying today she'd sort out her photos. Photos? Yeah, oh, she'd that's scan a job her and a photos. Half. So um, what else? What would you read? A couple of books maybe? I might start working on the family tree. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to Millie about uh, grandparents today. <laughs> so I said to her, aren't you 21? But your grandmother, she goes, I've got no idea. There's that many. So I said, maybe I could start working on the family tree. Well, Jane, Jane is um, is the arborist in our family and she has our family tree. Or Mick, Mick believes she's almost got us dated back to Jesus Christ himself, but I don't think she's gone back <laughs> that far just yet. But as I think we've bored just about everyone we know with the story, we are related to Jane Austen. Oh, so her, in the 1500s, there were two brothers born. We stem from one and she stems from the other. I think she was born in about the 1700s. So I gave Jane a book for Christmas one year, the compilation of Jane Austen novels. And uh, dear Jane, Merry Christmas, love from your cousin. <laughs> 
and then and then when Sophie and I are looking for things to watch on Netflix, we get you know always Pride and Prejudice comes up. Oh, your cousin wrote that. <laughs> Oh, oh, I don't know if she'd be as quick to claim us as we've claimed her. But how's the uh, Italians in lockdown? Have Sing- you seen them on the balcony singing? Fantastic! So what? What are you? What, you've bought it a a tambourine. I'm ready. So is that what they do? They're playing the tambourine as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You've got to look up the Italians. It's amazing. And now the Spanish have started. The Spanish have started singing on yeah. their balconies. It's so cool. It's really good. Oh, it's pretty scary, though, to see those the footage of the empty streets of Venice and it Times is. Square. I know. My goodness me, no one's there. I was thinking today, Lucky Mill come home two and a half weeks ago. So, definitely. And um, so if you were to have to hang out the window out, uh, out on the prairie, there's probably not too many people that you'd be able to All I can say is lucky that we're on acre blocks out there. <laughs> me and my tambourine. You are the chooks. <laughs> Uh, do you want to talk about the other thing you've brought in or we leave that for a little bit later? Oh, no, we can talk about that. I've just, I feel like a travelling circus. Uh, well, there's a good I've, reason for that. <laughs> I've got my tambourine, I've got my kitty litter tray, and guess what? what? Today, kitty litter sales have gone crazy. Why? Because people have realised they can't get toilet paper, so they're looking at, t- in, they're looking at, Using kitty litter instead, and I go see there. But I don't get it. My idea. I spoke about this last week, didn't I? Oh, you did, and I still don't get it because kitty litter is how you dispose of of your waste. Yes, but you still have to wipe up after proceedings. How do you do that with kitty litter? You use that poo knife that you were talking about last week. Uh, And if we're going to be eating lots of fibre, (laughs) I'm a little bit concerned. We need some binding. Then I see that all the um, laxatives have been gone. So I don't know if everyone's oh. sort of worried about like getting clogged up. That now they're going to have the they've got the laxatives to uh, fix it in. You know, after it's all happened. Well, maybe it should be the other way around. Maybe they should be buying emodium yeah. to stop them. Mm. But I'm thinking I might just chill out on the couch for a couple of weeks and you know just have a pretty bland diet. Yeah. We might have a roast. He keeps coming home with roasts. <laughs> There's only so many roasts you can eat. Oh, I could, I could have a roast every day of the week. <laughs> so could he. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting. And the other thing too, like in all seriousness, if we do get locked down, do we as a bakery need to stay open to make bread? Well, I did say, what happened to the bread maker? We don't know. We yeah. don't know where we left it. We broke in and stole it when we bought the bakery because we didn't want anyone making their own bread. <laughs> Well, that's worked. I did speak to someone today. They said, I can't get flour. I said, I'll come to the bakery. I'll give you some flour. (laughs) She said, but I want to make my own bread. I went, oh, okay. (laughs) Someone had put something up there making bread in their slow cooker. I saw that on Facebook. I have made, um, what did I make for the kids? Ham and cheese scrolls in the um, slow cooker cooker years ago. They were really good. I think it could be good. And I did see a post, you know, it's not, obviously it's not going to be the end of the world. No. But it could be. You know, teach teach your kids how to sew. Mm, exactly. Okay, I have, have to get an yeah, The old textiles classes yeah, have come it could back. Be, it could, um, you know, it could get the board games out. Like my mother always says, always something good comes out of something bad. Very, very true. So, yeah, no. Anyway, I think it'll be fun. I think we've given the coronavirus enough air. Although I did, I did sort of try and play some songs that had something to do with coronavirus, and I couldn't <laughs> find any. So then I thought, well, I'll play Billy Ray Cyrus because he sounds like coronavirus, <laughs> and they don't have any on. Can you believe Three ABR do not have any Billy Ray Cyrus songs <laughs> in the in the back catalogue? Radio Caroline, you better update that playlist. I would have thought they would have at least had "Don't Break My Heart." God, it's a while since I heard that song. Yes. So, anyway. Shall we go for a song and then come back and talk a little bit more crap? Let's do that, Sal. All right. And actually, we can dedicate this to Radio Caroline, who we just mentioned, and Tim. They completed the Great Ocean Walk and returned yesterday. I said you returned to a different world than you left a week ago. But yes. here we go. So, this is dedicated to them once again on 87.6 FM. That was for you, Radio <laughs> Caroline and Tim. Walk this way. So we will take your word for it that the Great Ocean Walk is something that we all need to do. Oh, I really do want to do it. I really do. So do I. But I don't want to carry the backpack and I want... Oh, you want to do it the um, the lazy way. Oh, I don't mind like about... Stay in. Yeah. I don't mind about the camping, but I just know I wouldn't be able to carry all of my stuff. Yeah. But no, just a I, day pack. Just a day pack and, the, yeah. and stay somewhere. Stay 
Bimbi one night and yeah, yeah, Air River. Maybe we look. Maybe we talk to. If we only we knew. Well, maybe someone. that can be. Oh, maybe yeah. Maybe that could be our our you know holiday at home. Yep. This year. And if only we knew someone that was familiar with the Great Otway National Park. Oh, <laughs> Ranger Mick. <laughs> talk to him. He could meet us of a night with our tent set up and, and a, and a glass of wine. The fire going, our wine chill. We'll probably drink red for the occasion so we don't have to chill the red. One yeah. less job for you to do, Mick. <laughs> and um, pack up after we leave in the morning and then fill our day pack for us. And then next night, repeat as per the first <laughs> night until we until you find us at the Twelve Apostles. That's a great idea, Mick. I know you're listening and um, I think that would be a good idea. Holiday at home. That's if we're allowed out of the house. It's actually a, it's actually a good town to be at. I think everything's open, everything's operating. Yes. What have we got? Twelve hundred. No, uh, sports not social bowls. Bowls has been cancelled. Oh, has it? Football netball has been postponed. So, but all the uh, all the day activities are open. All way flyers open. Lighthouses open. All the shops and cafes are open. I reckon the next few days will be interesting. Well, you know, we'll just see what happens. But I think it's a pretty safe place to be. Yes. Yes. Now, rather in the crowds of the CBD, definitely. I um I went and saw Humpty today about some fundraising ideas for the next international trip, which may or may not go ahead in twenty twenty two. If this is still going on, and but you've got but you've got a plan. I've got a plan. If it does go ahead, do you want me to run them by you? And I'll go, go for okay. it. Okay. So my first one, we've done this before. We did this last year for the footy club, a barn dance. Yep. Perfect. Okay. Yep. I'll bring it. my. I've still got my. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh no, actually, someone. What did that. you call it? A- oh, I can't remember what it's called. You know the poles with yeah. all the bottle tops on it. Yeah, it's it's got a some fancy name. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, um, obviously quiz night, no brainer. Then I'm also doing a letters and numbers quiz night, which Perfect. I think would be good for people yep. that do like letters and numbers on the ABC. And I've been researching that. Lily, she is a dead set genius. Some of the sums that she solves are amazing. So that she's my hero. So that um, hopefully we can take over the oyster shooters at the seafood festival. That'd be a good one, good fundraiser. Yep. And then also I've come up with a Guinness Book of Records attempt at something. So we get everybody to come to Apollo Bay, so good for the accommodation. Everybody pays five bucks that wants to participate and we put them on the school oval and do something like the biggest game of charades or something like that. Okay. So if yeah. you get, you know, if you get... Or a nudie swim. Yeah. Well, speaking of nude, on um, Sunday, my good friend Bradley James rang me and put me on FaceTime. Where he was in the city, he looked out his window, he reckons there was about 250 people on bikes at the Treasury pl- at Treasury building, all nude. Last time I saw someone nude uh, was at Polar Bay Beach. I'm on my daily walk and I look over to the beach and there's this man and he's naked and it's a Sunday morning and I thought, oh, my God, like he's up to about, you know, his yeah. knees. Anyway, I went home and I was telling my daughter about it, the youngest one, Ruby, and she said, oh, that was my friend. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, okay, so now it's Jordan who's working in our garage. <laughs> But he wears his clothes when he comes around to do work. Was it Jordan that was nude? It was. <gasps> yeah. Well, goodness me. Yeah. yeah. Scary stuff. For a 52-year-old lady on a Sunday morning, seeing a you know, 19, 20-year-old... You're lucky to still just be. Just loitering yeah. around in the, in the waters of Apollo Bay. You are lucky to be here after a shock like that. Oh, I know. But listen, my final fundraising idea... Yep. ...is can be done two ways. Christmas puddings. We either... Engage the services of a Christmas pudding company that does it all for you, you know, like your fundraising. Yeah. Or we bulk buy all of the items and we write recipes down for people and then they wander along with their bowls and they, it says, you know, so much flour. Cup of this, cup of that. that. And they mix it on so it can be a little bit of fun. Yeah, that's what you've got to do. And then you go home and you cook your Christmas pudding. That, that's that's you the like, one. You like yeah, that one? I like okay. that idea. All right. So that, Rather than get the outsiders in, that's a great they idea. Were, they were my ideas. So, But everything is obviously on hold at the moment depending on how long the coronavirus. Uh, where's the next trip to? What trip? International trip. For who? Oh, no, it hasn't been decided okay, yet. Okay, they haven't decided. Th- but the there's, there's, there's quite a lot of kids that could potentially be split into two groups, so uh, whether or not they choose to go to two se- different okay. destinations. Lots so, of kids involved. So who knows? But um, obviously there's a lot of kids that are missing out on their international trips too, which you feel very sorry for because, um, you know, if it had been our kids, you know, 
six months ago, you'd be absolutely devastated. So you do feel for all you those would. other kids that are missing out. And everyone else that's missing out on their holidays. That, I know. That have forked out lots and lots and of And that's money. what I said. You know, you count your sleeps down towards your holiday and you get yeah. so excited and you start planning everything and then bang. Yeah. Yep. No, you'd be absolutely crushed. Well, Apollo Bay safe. Safe well, destination. What about those poor people stuck on the cruise ship? I know we said we'd stop talking about coronavirus, but we haven't <laughs> we haven't stopped yet. We will, we will in a minute. What? Uh, oh. well, there's a cruise ship off Tahiti. Okay, and that's and the ones just circling around yeah. trying to get into a port and nobody let them in. Just doing donuts trying to find some. I, you know what? If I was on that ship, I would just jump off. <laughs> I, I would com- be going completely stir crazy. And Mick. Or oh, I'd just be sitting at the buffet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Mick, who has never wanted to go on a cruise in his life, is just like, see, I told you. <laughs> this is why we're not going on a cruise. I did see a picture of uh, two people oh, sitting, sitting in their white robes just watching the ocean on their TV screen having a drink and I thought, perfect. There's been some funny things today. You do have to keep your sense of humour though. Well, did you see um, the word quarantine? We're not allowed, if you do get quarantine, we're not allowed to say quarantine. Uh, what was that one again? I did see well, that. We've got to say sparkling isolation. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I did see that one. And I used to cough to hide a fart. Now I fart to hide a cough. <laughs> I like that one too. Oh, it's fun. You've got you to gotta have a bit of fun. You've got to look on the funny side of a global pandemic exactly. killing hundreds of thousands. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway, look, on my desk at home, I've got, I've got a tab going with my three daughters and I want that cleared. So if you're listening, Maisie, Millie and Ruby, you get down to the bank and show me the money. What have they got to do? Pay me back. Now, what have they got to do? Show me the money. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping for a bit more Tom Cruise-like. <laughs> now, have you got any handy hints? I do. I do. Far away. Okay. This is probably <laughs> loo paper rolls. You know the inserts? <laughs> yes. The inserts? The da-da-da-da-da's. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect for growing seedlings in. Oh, that's a good idea. So you get a you get a, a tray like my kitty little tray here. It's waterproof. Stand them all up. Put your seedlings inside them. If I grew seedlings, that'd be fantastic. I'd do that. Well, you can do that and then start your veggie garden. Okay, yeah. Okay. Re- uh, reuse your tea bags. Pop them in the bottom of your loo, let them soak, and then clean it out, and they uh, do a really good job there. On the porcelain, reduce your tissue use and pop some tampons up your <laughs> nose. But make sure you change them regularly because you don't want to get an infection. And then this other one. Try the JC test with your yogurt, milk, meat and cheese. If it's past its use-by date, open up the package, take a whiff, and if you shout out Jesus Christ, then it's no good. Okay? But if you do want to eat it, just make sure you shave the mould off beforehand. Where did you get these from? Google. What about tissues? Um, Hanky chiefs are going to come back, aren't they? I'm a hanky girl. Are you? Always. Always been a hanky girl. Do you stuff it down your bra? No. No, put it in my pocket, put it up my sleeve. Oh, yeah. Just inside my sleeve. I'm a ha- I've always been a hanky girl. Rick's a hanky man. I know Bucky's a hanky man. Yeah. Tony James is a hanky man. Yeah. Yeah. Bit of hanky panky, my husband. I reckon there's going to be, I reckon hankies are coming back. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I've always been a hanky person. I don't like tissues because they get in the wash and yeah. they just cause grief and it's always the dark load. True. Well, I don't wash them, so I don't know. <laughs> Rick, my brother-in-law, he folds his and then it's like... um, Iron it? No, no, no. He uses one side, one fold and that gets folded. Then he uses the next fold. A bit like origami with his handkerchief. Yeah, yeah. One sniff, fold over. Yep, pretty much. Mm, Get a week out of that one. Not these days. But yeah, I think, you know, but then again, see, the Chinese think us using hankies is disgusting. Mm. I learned that at one of the Chinese courses that I went to because we blow into it and then we put it in our pocket. They've probably got a point. Yeah, exactly. Bit well, like, as you said, Joey Knows Eaters thing at the first yes. first, uh, first ever show. Yeah. I'd never thought of that till she said it, and I thought, that is the most sensible thing I've ever heard. Now. if you, And if, for, anyone, for anyone that's listening now that wasn't listening to our first show, Joey suggested that um, if you had poo on your hand, you wouldn't just wipe it off with a bit of toilet paper. You'd actually go and wash it with hot soapy water. So why are we wiping out up um, <laughs> with just <laughs> toilet paper? Yeah, because she was using wipes, wasn't she? Mm. Mm. When she got sprung under the <laughs> under the Smyth Creek Bridge, <laughs> in a in now a spot listen, of bother. Yes, I had a call on Saturday night from a man who had a few beers at around about eight thirty, and he said, "Where's me bloody merch?" And it was tiny. 
Oh, so I've told Tiny that um, a lot of the merch that we have is made in China. It's stuck on the wharfs. I do have a beanie, and I will get it to you. But yeah, he'd had a few. He'd had a few. Or at least he remembered that we've got merch. Yeah, that's right. So I said to Tiny, you know, I'll get it to you. Just calm down. I reckon we're probably the only show on three ABR that has merch. I think we are. Yeah. We're yeah. probably the only show on 3ABR that nobody listens to, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> That's why we've got so much merch in stock. <laughs> we might have to ask for a bit of space from the seed co-op or whatever they are. <laughs> hide all our merch. Uh, what else? What else you got there, Fee? I was driving along the other day and I don't know why my ears pricked up, but I had the radio on and they were talking about quickies at Sexyland. And I thought, what? <laughs> So I went home and I thought, I'm going to Google that. And I forgot all about it. So today I thought, oh, that's right. I have to Google Sexy Lane Quickie. And what it is, there's a new delivery service for sex toys and it's and it's fast. It's quick. Is it like Sexy Land Online, like <laughs> click and collect or Coles Online, which is... Yeah. Yeah. Well, have I tried... But they might be handy. They might be handy for uh, self-isolation. Yeah, that could pass a few... A few um, <laughs> Minutes. I'm definitely going down that chook pen. <laughs> hey, um, I got I got stopped in the street one day by a girl, and she was asking me a tourist, and um, she was a young girl, and she was asking me was there a um, what was she, some shop, but we didn't have it. Was some, yeah. and I said no, we don't. She Asian said, well, grocer or yeah, something, something like, like that. that. And I, whatever it was, we didn't have it. And um, and she said, oh, um, have you got a sexy land in a hollow <laughs> bay? I said, you have got to be joking. We don't even have coals. <laughs> And she was deadly serious. Sexy land. Do we look like we've got sexy land? <laughs> Up until recently, you couldn't even buy undies in Apollo Bay. True, true. We used to have to get your undies at the florist. Remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The cotton ones. Yeah, when yeah. Steph had all the those cute nice little, yeah, yeah, cute little frilly things. Yeah. Yeah, now we can get comfy undies. Probably been bought out. <laughs> Probably. Walking off the shelf. All right, Fee, I think we need to go to a word from one of our station sponsors, the wonderful people at the Farmer's Market here in Apollo Bay. You are listening to Talking Crap with Sally and Fiona. There is a place in Apollo Bay where you can actually taste the local environment. You can bite into the Otways, savour the flavour of the ocean and the green, fresh forests. Try and buy local produce of every imaginable variety at the Apollo Bay Farmer's Market and join the Southern Otways Food Co-op every third Sunday of the month at the Youth Hall in Moore Street. Station sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that. Radio Fee. The Chook Pen. Yes, the Chook Pen. We're on the home stretch. Mm -hmm. Have you actually got Chooks? No, 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 no. But the girls have started naming them and everything. We haven't even got them yet. Yeah. I don't know when we can get them. So, um, he's been working me pretty hard. I'm, he's been his apprentice. Yes, you, and we've, had, been, a f- we've had a few arguments over the last weekend. And I said, I don't think you and I work too well together anymore these days. And he just said, hurry up and get up to the shed and get the bags of, uh, what do you call it? That quick cement stuff they use. Quick dry cement? Yeah, that's the stuff. I did lug down eight bags of 20 kilo. And you know what our, our backyard's yeah, on a hill. That's a bit of a... he's just down there holding the spirit level and the hammer. There's saying, a, how many have you got? And I said, four. He goes, four more. Off you go. It was like watching a... Um, what's that? that show, biggest Loser. <laughs> well, <laughs> running a, up the hill, running down the hill. There's always got to be someone on the dumb end of the stick. <laughs> and then he said to me, he's hammering into this wood and his timber. And he said, can you lean against this? And I said, yeah, because he needed, you know, a bit of pressure on it because he was on the other side. And he just starts belting it with the hammer. He goes, is this what you call beating your wife? <laughs> <laughs> then he sent me down to the hardware. He goes, now, I've got you to, you've got to go down and get me some timber. I need you to get me a plinth board. So he gives me a block of wood, you know, about 15 centimetres. Yeah. 2B1 or whatever it was. And he writes a shopping list on there. I felt like such a tradie walking in. Proud Were you wearing, my shopping list on my wearing high vis? No, I wasn't. I just had I'd just been for a walk, so I had my active wear on. Mm. Murray Biddle walked in, he goes, G'day, how you going? As he does, you know, the big wave. Yep. Murray waves to everyone. And um I said, uh, I feel like such a tradie. He goes, What do you mean? I go, I got my shopping list on a block of wood. <laughs> anyway, put it up on the counter. Sawed my bit of wood for me and off I went. 
So when do you reckon you'll be getting the um, or well, we've got two doors to put on. Yep, two doors, and then he's got to put the laying boxes in. Now I'm looking for a chandelier for the chicken I coop. I saw that, and, and I he felt said bad. you're not putting a chandelier in a chicken coop. I said if we don't look after these girls, they are not going to produce. Well, I think what we'll do, um, we'll pop up on the socials. Obviously, the the prototype that you're following for the chook pen. Yes, uh, which is along the lines of KFC. Mm. And when you said that, I didn't understand what you meant. But now that I've seen a picture of it, I get it. Red Telford said to me, put a bucket of KFC and I'll bucket up on the top. And every time an egg, you know, is produced, you want the thing to whiz around and ding and play music. So, yeah, we're going all out. This chicken this chicken pen uh, that he's building is, uh, is quite good. He wants to put uh, a TV in there for them. What for? Because, I don't know, he wants to put a TV, but I'm not allowed to put a chandelier in the laying boxes. And he wants to make them heated. And he's thinking of putting lights in because he wants them producing three eggs a day. Each, each chook. Would that be considered genetically modified? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Why don't you put the girl, your girls in the chook pen and put the chooks inside? That would be a lot easier. My life would be so much easier. Oh, did you see on Facebook, I think some aquarium in America that's obviously shut down, they've let the penguins roam free. So oh, all really? the security fi- yeah, fi- um, oh, how footage cool would is that the be? penguins just waddling around. <laughs> oh, that is cool. That is cool, isn't it? What else you got there, Fee? Uh, what else have I got? Oh, you know, we were talking about um, hairdressers the other day. Yes. And I said to Amelia, oh, you need to use my purple shampoo. She said, okay. And I said, it's getting a bit brassy. And my husband used to use I never knew what purple shampoo was, you know, a few years ago because I wasn't blonde. Mm. And um, my husband used to use purple shampoo. I thought about it. I thought, you know, I do remember Adrian using purple shampoo. Now, we were 19, probably 20 years of age. He's the only guy I know that used purple shampoo back then. He was a bit of a disco boy. He also had a perm and tips. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Did he used to wear stretch Fabergés? Acid wash. Acid wash. Yeah, he probably had stretch jeans when I first met him. He always had the latest gear. He was a bit of a disco boy. Yeah. He was oh, at the nightclubs Thursday, we, Friday, think, Saturday, Sunday. I think we need to see a photo. Oh, yeah. I'll, pu- I'll give you one Could to he, put up on the socials. Did he have the dance moves? Could he dance? Um, He probably thinks he can. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And I do have some photos. And he had like a shaggy perm at the back, yeah. like, a, like a mullet type of thing. He had shaggy yeah. perm, but yeah, tips. And he used to have Fridays off. And, I, you know, I worked Monday to Friday. And um, he'd say, I'm just got to go to the hairdressers. Okay, you went to the hairdresser like two weeks ago. He goes, yeah, I know, I'm just getting a tip this time. And then, you know, two weeks later, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just getting my perm redone. Now, he swears <laughs> and clears he didn't. <laughs> but any of his friends out there, you ring in 52371255. And you confirm that my husband used to have perm and tips. Please do. Please do. <laughs> hey, um, now I just want to talk about um, last Friday night. Obviously, it was my birthday. Yes. And we went away. Yes. Yeah, we went. Yeah. Yeah. So we went on a bit of a road trip and um, Sophie got a bit car sick on the way. Mick nearly hit a roo. Uh, but we travelled all the way to Pisces Big Four Caravan Park. Now, how many metres do you think that is from your house? I reckon it's probably about 305. 305. And you had a fun time? We had a fantastic time. Absolutely fantastic time. It was a good night. So, obviously, you've got the uh, Argentinian fire grill up there. Oh, I know. How so good was that, that mate? That was fan- Oh, my God. That meat was... It was... Cooked beautifully over the char grill. And those photos that I took actually come up really well. Did they? Yeah, oh, because good. I've got a lot with the marshmallow yeah. cooking and whatever with kids and that in the past, but I actually haven't got anyone cooking meat on that on that grill. But well, yeah, it as was perfect. soon as I saw that grill the week before for the football netball club um, and you said that, yes, you can cook on it, it was just a no-brainer. It was just lock it in. This is where we're coming. We're cooking steak. We're drinking red wine. Unfortunately, the weather wasn't on our side, although it did sort of clear a bit, but it was... It was perfect. Perfect for campfires. Yes. So, but we stayed, we had our cabin up there and uh, with, with Sammy and guards in the next door cabin. So, it was a great, great. If you're looking for a weekend away, people that live in Apollo Bay, look no further than Apollo Bay. <laughs> and we're actually thinking of, uh, yeah, like I said last week, getting a cabin up there so we can just walk to our weekender. Well, as you said the other day, it is just like a cruise ship. It is. It's Over the school holidays, exactly. I have yoga every day, really. I have, uh, we have Zumba, we have boot camp, we have kids club, uh, we have live music, we have Nathan come in and cook paella, we have the pizza man come in. It's brilliant. And we saw the people homeschooling 
Yes. And um, and we saw one couple. <laughs> or Fiona was very impressive. She said if homeschooling had had have involved the the teacher drinking, she would have homeschooled. You know, herself. I would have been there more often. But uh, but the 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 said parents with the alcohol did point out they were having and in talking quotes. Parent teacher, teacher <laughs> parent teacher interviews. So, yes, but uh, and we met some lovely people. Friday night, and they were homeschooling. Hey, Saturday. Oh, yeah, it was Friday. Yeah, it was Friday. Friday. Friday sorry. I said Friday night, and you're homeschooling. She says, "Yep, they won the morning off, so now they're paying the price." And but what about that lovely couple from, or uh, well, that man and his daughters were from they Denmark? Denmark. Yeah, seven months travelling, stuck in stuck in Apollo Bay, because he was heading to, he'd been through Mexico. Yes, been, and then they were going over to Thailand. Yeah, it was Tassie. Tassie. And then we're going to Philippines. And was it South Korea? Oh, okay. God, you and were paying attention. Yeah, and they just said, we don't know where we're going to get into. I said, well, at least you're here. At least yeah. you're here in Apollo Bay. Nice, safe place. But then he complained about the weather. I said, well, of all the days, like, we had a bit of rain. Yeah. But it's been fine since. It's been lovely. Yeah. Very nice. Can't complain. So there Bet you go. himself. Pisces, big four. You may not, yeah. Toilet rolls might be a bit short up there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll be right. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, we'll be fine. Just use the sheets. Yeah. Yeah, we don't launder them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we might go to a song and then come back and talk a little bit more crap here on 87.6. Robbie Williams had to go home. He did. Got Lucky I'm not a car racing enthusiast. Yeah, that would have been a bit disappointing. Doesn't interest me, but yeah, I can understand. Uh, like I was reading a story the other day. Um, and guy, he had uh, they'd booked their trip, you know, from overseas a year ago. So anyway, things happen, mm-hmm. as your mother says. What? Something good will come out of it. Now we just had a message uh, from Jane. Apparently, Mum wants to know what merch is. <laughs> Jane, I'm hoping you have explained. Merch is short. It's it's radio talk, Mum, for <laughs> merchandise or festival talk <laughs> for merchandise. So, yes. Now, the Olympics fee. Yes. Yes. What do you reckon is going to happen there? Well, I don't know. But uh, we've, we've got our uniform. Yep. And I we don't think we've made the team. Yeah, I haven't had the call. Uh, we've got our new shoes, our new green and, ye- uh, green and yellow shoes. And look out for those on our socials, people, that our, our new uniform shoes. Yep. But, yeah, I think it's going to be all over Red Rover, which is a bit of a shame. Yeah. I think they said today that the, at the end of May they will decide. If it's still it's still ongoing in May, then it'll definitely be cancelled. But I'm thinking, you know, oh. surely they've got to pull the pin before that. Yeah, just I've just entered the Great Ocean Road Marathon, doing all this training. Well, I've entered the Melbourne Half Marathon. Going to continue. I've always said they're getting back to the Olympics. Like I do not have a tattoo. Do you have a tattoo? No. And funny you should say that because I passed an old lady today, and she had a tattoo on her ankle, and I was trying to read it, but I didn't know what it said. Probably started off on her ass. <laughs> Or a boob. <laughs> but I've always said I will only get a tattoo if I represent the country at the Olympics. And, now, and, and what would you think that you would represent the country in, Sally? Well, I think the what only sport? thing left to me now is shooting. <laughs> shooting. Shooting. Well, you won't be able to get a gun. So, um, but I don't know. What else? Well, no, because you've got a bung eye. Exactly. <laughs> I've got a, but I'm a good aim. <laughs> I really am. I think. <laughs> What were you saying the other day about your bung eye? You used to have to put a patch on, but you'd only wear it at night <laughs> when you were sleeping. When, when, when it was my lazy eye was first discovered, the, the doctor said that it would be a good idea if, if Sally wore a patch on her good eye, so it made her use her bad eye to try and get it to work. So I used to wear it to bed. <laughs> <laughs> See if it would work in my dreams. <laughs> Or I'd have it, I'd have it a little bit cockeyed, so I could look at the bottom, so I could actually see, because I kept walking into the wall. <laughs> it was pretty cruel. Uh, oh God! But yeah, no, I reckon that I, I think that the uh, Olympics will be all over. Yeah, they can't. I mean, you have the uh, uh, for a country that would, you know, as any country it would spend millions. Yeah, I know. And well, we were only over there when last year, no, uh, year before. And now we're doing lots of work then. Do you know? Is, here is a trivia question for you. Now, what happens in that situation? Because Tokyo have spent all this money, yes. right? And they've got all these things of ready to go. Do they get another chance next time? Well, I think they're still going to have to have the Olympics in some way, shape or form. They, they just Could they put them off for 12 months and just have them every three just, years? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But I have got a question for you. I'm just trying to find it. Do you know, obviously the Tokyo Olympics are the next ones. Do you know where the Olympics are after that? Um, no, I can't remember. The 2024 Olympics, the city that's set to have them? 
No. I thought it was a good trivia question. Yeah. What is it? Paris. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember um I just I just I started writing some trivia questions. Do you want me to hit you with another couple? <laughs> Go for it. What speaking of the Olympics, what on the top row there's three rings. What is the colour of the middle ring? Is it yellow? No, that's one of the bottom ones. Is it black? Is it black, green, red, yellow, blue? No, it's it's yellow and green are on the bottom because I always think green and gold. Yellow and green. I'm okay, not quite so sure. Aussie, Aussie's on the bottom. Yeah, as, as we are <laughs> at the end of the as we are at the end of the Olympics. It is black. 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 Okay. Black is the middle one. Okay. My other my other questions. How many years? My favourite song. How many years did Smokey live next door to Alice? Twenty four. Mm, waiting for a glance. <laughs> Tell her how he feels and maybe get a second chance. And, oh, getting back to my cousin's uh, work here, Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> Jane. <laughs> getting back to Jane, one of Jane's books. <laughs> what is Mr. Darcy's first name? Don't know. There's a good question. If anyone's listening and wants to ring up and have a stab at Mr. Darcy's first name, oh, without, without Googling. Look at that. Uh, uh, the board's lit up. <laughs> I'll get to you all in a minute. Just wait a minute. Oh, we probably won't get to them all. We've only got five minutes. Yeah, left. You'll just, uh, we'll try. We'll try and get to you all. You'll just have to wait. Hang on a minute. So there, there's a few. If anyone's listening, is about is going to do my next trivia night. You've had a few uh, questions there. What is your next trivia night? Well, I'll definitely do one. Well, when the, all the the virus is over, I think I'm set to do one in October for the international trip. That's okay. for the school. And we might I'll have to live stream it. Everyone's yeah. live streaming. Oh, that's a good idea. Everyone will cheat though. Well, I saw Samuel Johnson because I was hoping to do a breast cancer fundraiser. I think Apollo Bay yes. needs a breast cancer fundraiser. Yes. Roz and Marg did a wonderful job over all those years and then it just stopped. And everyone's busy and I thought, no, we need to do this. It's a very important thing. So I was hoping maybe around about October's Breast Cancer Month and we get a group of people together and we do a fundraiser and get it happening. And maybe we have it every two years, you know, so you don't get burnt out. Mm. So I've been in touch with Love Your Sister, but Samuel is very busy for the rest of 2020 and again for the start of 2021. Um, but they are happy to come on board. But I noticed on today he has had to put a whole stop to everything. everything. So they were launching the book and everything. So now they're going to live stream it from the front porch. And I thought, perfect. Great idea. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, actually, I actually forgot to tell you, I did actually speak to Andrea Cannon today from Think Pink, and okay. she's more than happy to come down. They have a little pink bug that sort of creates a bit of interest when okay. they bring it into town. So, yep. yes, we've got a bit, bit of work to do there. When Yeah, so I think it's a really important yes. um, a thing, and I thought even if we made it a couples thing, it doesn't have to be just a ladies thing. Yes. It can be a couples, you know, yep. fundraiser. Yeah. Um, but I think that, yeah, we should bring it back. Help someone else out. Well, we've brought Sexy back. We may as well bring that back too. <laughs> God, lucky nobody listens to us. <laughs> Except your mum. Yep. And merch. <laughs> and merch. Yep. Well, we've just got a few more minutes to go here, Fiona. Uh, what's uh, dinner tonight? What's dinner tonight at the Davidson household is uh, crumb cutlets. Oh, fantastic. Millie said, I don't like cutlets. I said, Millie, you've got to be joking. Oh. We've got cauliflower. She goes, I don't like cauliflower. I said, what has happened to Send you? You've gone to, to London for two two years and you've come back. You used to eat everything. Send her back. That's what I think. Well, can't. So do you crumb your own cutlets? No, I actually got these from Midwest Meats, these ones. Okay. Adrian bought them home the other day. And normally I would crumb them myself. Um, but these are crumbed. Oh, my nan used to do the best crumb cutlets and we'd go around there and she'd say, oh, now I hope you can eat them all. I've got you all two. Oh, and then two. We could eat ten each. Oh, they're so yummy. Well, I couldn't find my mum one night and I rang my brother and I said, Do you see mum? I said, I can't get hold of her. I said, she's not answering their mobile, not answering the house phone. He goes, no, nah, she's not here. He goes, we're having crumb cutlets. We don't find her around when we have crumb cutlets. We don't share them with anyone. <laughs> Oh, but they're so good though. And Nan used to make them like with that little, you know, the bit of fat. You leave that till the last yeah. minute and then it's like, oh, I fantastic. Know. I know. Fantastic. Nan's. I remember my Nan used to make the best roast lamb and I said to her before she died, I said, what do you do? Why are your potatoes so good? But she always cooked her roast, and she, I suppose she killed her own meat, but she always cooked her roast lamb in her electric fry pan in the old sunbeam before the non-stick came around. Really? Always. Best lamb roast ever. Have you tried it since? No. 
I did. I did it once when we were camping in, in our caravan up at um, Queensland, we, and it was well, okay. I don't know if you know this in your cabin number twenty one, but we put electric fry pans in all of our um, in all of our cabins, and I sort of said to the girls when they clean. Not all the girls clean, but guys too. Um, and I said, do they, you know, are they used much? And they said, I don't think so. I said, but you just, when you've got a, you know, group of people mm. and your fry pan's not enough, um, I sort of said, you know, having that electric fry pan, perfect. You know, electric fry pans do come in handy, very handy. Mm, we have one at home. Well, dinner tonight in the Cannon House is now, as we affectionately now call this recipe, Julian's Pasta. Julian's Pasta we had the other night. We had Mick Cannon's Baked Chops mm-hmm. one night. Uh, the night before that, we had Julian's Pasta. We had your chicken on Friday night. Mm-hmm. And we had someone else's. And I just thought, we've been fed by the whole, you know, Cannon uh, household recipes. You just start your own recipe book up. Well, Julian's Pasta is basically your classic three slash four items. Mm. So all it is that you saute some onion. You can put a bit of wine in it if you like. You get your Casalingo sausages from the supermarket or your spicy Italian. Rip the skins off those, put it all in, mash it up, add some passata. We're putting white beans in ours tonight. Okay. Um, Going all out. Yes, yes. And you uh, know, we had it the other night. So yummy. Yeah. And easy and tasty. Maybe we should bring in recipe of the week. Yeah, let's do that. You know, and we'll get our listeners to get a pen and paper before the show starts and we can remind them at the start of the show and at the end of the night we give them one of our easy to do, because we both love cooking. Yes. One of our easy to do recipes that are tasty. Yes. Stay tasty and fast. Good idea. Great for a working mother. Yes. Well, Jul- well, Julian is our French cousin, or I guess cousin-in-law, So, and he would know how to cook nice food. Yeah. So, bonjour, Julian. Ça va? Yes. <laughs> Ça va bien, merci. Et toi? What is it? Santé? Santé? It's cheers. Like it's, and they cross over. You've got to look each other in the eye. And if you don't look each other in the eye, you don't mean it. What's santé mean? Like cheers. You oh, know? Is it? oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was salute. No. Santé. Okay. Well, when people order a croissant, I always start speaking French. Do you? And then I'm stuffed with nice <laughs> speaking French back to me because <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> Adrian knows all the naughty words. Mm. There we go. All right, Faye. Well, that's just about another show wrapped up for us. Let's uh, hope Millie's put the potatoes on. Yeah, Millie, put the potatoes on. Mick, uh, pop the uh, pop the pasta, pop the water on, and get the pasta in, pasta sauce. I'll be home very soon. So thank you for listening. We may or may not be back on air next week, depending on that's uh, right. whether or not we're allowed out of the house. So. And also, too, if so. we haven't been fined and we're not locked up because we've had more than 500 tuning in. Yes, true. So yeah. I hope that we yeah. are legally okay there. I think we'll be fine. Like I said, we'd be lucky to have five. <laughs> <laughs> so you have been talking. Oh, you have been talking to. You have been listening to us talk a whole heap of crap for the last hour. Thank you for tuning in uh, on eighty-seven point six FM.